Carlsbad. People, purpose, and impact. An essential podcast for those who live, work, visit, and play in Carlsbad. Good afternoon and welcome everyone. My name is Brett Schonsenbach. I'm the president and CEO of the Carlsbad Chamber of Commerce, and I am your host today. And I'm excited to have with me Jessica Hornback. Jessica is the founder and CEO of Big Picture Results. Jessica, thanks for being here today. Thank you. I'm excited to be here. It's great to have you. We should probably just take care of the very first overriding thing that everyone can probably tell, and that is that you're from the Bronx originally. Tis true. I've worked quite a bit on my accent, but a little bit still there. Yeah. So (laughs) what brought you West? That's a great question. I can sum that up with a want for a better quality of life. I got really tired of, you know, the rat race in New Mm. York and having to put up my dukes to get on the subway Mm. and live, Uh. right? Life can be a little easier, especially out on the West Coast. Interesting. Yeah. Well, there is a different vibe out here, right? You're in coastal, (laughs) coastal now, coastal zone. Everything is very chilled to a certain degree. And I was looking at your your bio and um, there were some really fun words in there. So it says that you're a seasoned and spirited entrepreneur. Those are fun words. So um, first of all, tell us about your seasoning. It has been quite the experience. I would say I ended up being an entrepreneur, not necessarily on purpose, as a result of being laid off in 2008 from Mm. a corporate job that I hated. Mm. And that very hour that I was laid off, I knew in my gut, this is it. I am turning my back on corporate and beginning my life of entrepreneurship. Mm. And here I am my third business in, and it's been about 14 years. Wow, yeah, so, you know, it was time. Time to launch out, right? You and I have met before. This isn't our first time sitting down uh, together, but I think the the title Spirited Entrepreneur is very appropriate, very energetic and just dynamic personality. So uh, I'll just give everybody that because they're gonna pick it up all through this conversation anyways. But then I was going through some of your titles and there's a couple that, of course, we already talked about entrepreneur and that'll continue to be in here. But it mentioned that you're a business coach, an investor, and a guru at Hera Hubs. How does one become a guru? Yes. So I am really fortunate to be involved with the Hera Hub community and I am a subject matter expert in the area of financial and operational workflows. I saw that. Because I have come from very humble beginnings Mm. and have had a lot of wonderful people lend me a hand and mentor me along the way, I think it's really important to give back and pay it forward. A lot of my purpose is to give back to our community of women. Mm Mm-hmm. People of color, I'm Latina. Mm -hmm. I think it's really important to be very open for Mm -hmm. those of us that have experienced hardship, financial struggle, not living a life of privilege. It's really important Mm -hmm. for us to not be shameful about Mm -hmm. that. Let's talk about it so that we could understand, well, I might not have on paper these things that are going to be an asset to me to afford me a life of luxury, what do I have to rely on? That's mm. my spirit, mm-hmm. my grit, 
right? My personality, my ability to own all the good and the bad that has happened to me in this life sure, and use that as a source of connection to people mm-hmm. to open up the conversation that a life of freedom, financial stability and success and legacy is something that is possible for all of us. Yeah, And it doesn't matter who you are or where you come from, all that is a requirement is an ability to have vision, to yeah. see a bigger picture for yourself, right? Nice. Um, as long as we can sort of open up our mind's eye to what we want for ourselves and walk in gratitude for what we already have, mm. sky's the limit. Yeah. Oh, I love that. I love the gratitude part. And and I love, um, I love the mentoring, you know, as a guru, because that giving back is huge. And the concept, you know, of giving uh, first is so pow- powerful. And I, I hear that in you. So why don't we transition and have you share with everybody all that Big Picture Results is? Yes. So Big Picture Results is a strategic business development company. And our mission is to help our small business community make and do more in less time. Mm -hmm. The primary reason most of us become entrepreneurs is to develop more freedom for our lives. Right. Right. We realize that we're in the driver's seat of our own freedoms, of what we want to create and leave behind in this lifetime. And a lot of us really lose sight of that Mm -hmm. when, especially when we're an employee, and many of entrepreneurs lose sight of that because you might be putting in so many hours trying to get this business off the ground and sure. you have to wear all these hats and you know 5 years down the road and this happened to me with my first business my restaurant in Brooklyn New York working 90 hours a week to make your dream come true and if you're not doing it right by being efficient strategic leveraging the appropriate resources, evaluating ROI, your dream or passion can become a hellish prison real quick. Yeah. And the crux of big picture results is, and the, I think the fact that I'm also a very frank and candid person, mm-hmm. I don't embarrass easily. I will tell you about my failures as much as I will tell you about my successes. I use that set of experiences and ability to share with others, to not only connect to them and let them know, hey, it's not gonna be easy, it's not for everyone, but you gotta get crystal clear on what you want out of life and come up with a strategic game plan. And the biggest thing that I see that makes a difference between being a a successful entrepreneur or business owner versus not, is the ability to get out of your own way. So that's where the coaching conversation really comes in. Sure. We don't stick to the CFO topics or how can I help you operationally improving your SOPs. Right. I spend a lot of time with our clients digging deeper into those things that they might not be aware of that are limiting them or holding them back or tripping them up from inspiring their teams getting that next big client to sign with you, right? Uh, I think in life and in business, if we're able to 
take a step back and get a sense of what that big picture is mm-hmm. instead of always doing, 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 right. we're able to get to where we want to sooner. Yeah. Oh, that's very powerful. Um, and you and I were originally going to be sitting down about a month ago because we wanted to share your interview before you came to the chamber and did a um, first Friday breakfast, which is going to be on March 4th. Well, then I got COVID and messed that all up. So here we are talking at a time that in no way, shape or form will allow this interview to come out before your, uh, your presentation at our first Friday breakfast on March 4th. But with that being said, um, I love the topic that you're going to be talking about. From where you and I are sitting today, it's about a week away, but by the time this interview gets published, it'll have already happened. So the topic is how to operate like a CEO, top things to focus on to grow your business. So for those who hear this interview, it's going to, if they hopefully attended that, it could be a little bit of a recap, but for those who didn't come, Share a couple tidbits that you'll be talking about on, at the first Friday breakfast. Sure, I can do that. So yes, the this is one of my favorite workshop topics, top three things that every business owner or CEO should know. I do not want to exclude any non-business owner in the room sure. because a lot of the sort of coaching topics that we touch on really resonate. They need to resonate with you first as an individual. So I just want to preface that if you're not a CEO, a business owner, you're still going to get a lot of this conversation. I would say the top things, and I'm going to throw two out there. So we'll save one for Friday for those that are in person with us. One of the first things is going to be as a business owner or as an individual so that you walk around confident owning your power. Get really clear on what it is that you do well that no one else does like you, right? Mm -hmm. What are those things that differentiate yourself from the competition? Mm -hmm. And for those of us that are familiar with Donald Miller's story brand, a lot of these points resonate with that. Mm. How can you help your community? Whether they're business owners, personal people, friends, family, What are those skill sets and unique personal attributes that the world is dying for you to bring it to them, right? Mm -hmm. What's the danger in someone going elsewhere or not working with you or coming into your circle? And what are all those wonderful benefits that can result by you working with them? Yeah, so I would say that's the first major one. The second one, I think, is one that if we're spending all our time doing, 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 and I'm always going to come back to this topic, we don't have time to pause or mm-hmm. reflect yeah. or evaluate, how did this week go? What yeah. what could I not have done? What did I do wrong? So again, for business and us living as empowered individuals that hopefully are growing towards our higher selves so that we feel accomplished in this life. What are your values? Mm -hmm. What are those things that make up your own personal mission or culture? We need to get crystal clear on that. Yeah. Because if we're not, you're just kind of navigating this world and your life by chance. 
right? Mm. You don't have that intention. Yeah. It all starts with us because if I understand and I live day in and day out a bit obsessively for those that know us, you know, my values are integrity, mm-hmm. communication, right? Being honest, yep. doing my best. My The sooner that we understand what are these personal criteria that yep. essentially is our Bible, then all the people and potential clients and opportunities that come our way, we then have the opportunity to make sure that they are in alignment with our values, with our cultures, so that we are super intentional. And for business owners and CEOs specifically, I put a lot of stress on this conversation point because there's nothing worse as a growing company to bring on a new hire or a new partner or a new client and realize three or four months after the fact, oh my gosh, not only are they not in alignment with those things that make up my company's mission and culture, but they are a nightmare. Mm -hmm. And now I have to figure out a way to undo this thing. And I'm not even talking about the financial costs of training someone, bringing them into the fold. There are non-tangible costs, such as corrupting the morale of your team. Right. Right, making your people feel like crap. And I'm gonna be really careful here because I do curse a lot, so (laughs) I'm gonna keep as PC as I can. (laughs) But you as gatekeeper of your life and your company, owe it to yourself and the people under you to make sure you are living in alignment. Because we need to look at the long run, the big picture. For those of us starting out in business, okay, you know, I got to get the couple bucks in. I got to get these couple deals because I'm just starting out. But if you're further along in that, it doesn't make sense to take the quick buck at sacrifice for something that's going to potentially become toxic to your long-term vision. Yeah, for sure. You mentioned at the beginning of that, that that need to pause and reflect, and it's so important. And I know I I don't do it often enough, but it's so necessary. And when you do, that's that space where creativity can pop out and insight and can come from. So I agree with you. That's super critical for people leading organizations and companies. Um, We're going to take a brief pause. We've been talking to Jessica Hornbeck from Big Picture Results, and we'll be back in just a moment to talk about other things that she's seen with her clients that have been transpiring since COVID. So Jessica, we've been talking a lot about Big Picture Results and some of the insights that you're going to share at our first Friday breakfast. What have you seen as some of the struggles now that we're, you know, two years into this madness that nobody could have ever foreseen? And, um, you know, everybody, 2020, the big word was pivot, pivot, pivot. But now we've gone through 2021 and, you know, this thing's still lingering. What are you seeing as some of the struggles that um, with your clients in, in the new reality we're all dealing with? That is a very timely question and thing to explore. For me, I've seen a couple of similar themes across the majority of our clients. The first one, I think, is something that we can all be a little more comfortable with, and it's fear, mm-hmm. right? We always hear this, 
you know, die hard, die hard sort of spiel, like no fear, like yeah. go in and do it. Like, honestly, like, I think that's a big crock, mm. right? Fear is a normal thing. It's meant to motivate you. Mm-hmm. It's meant to keep you out of danger. I think anyone, regardless of how successful you are, if they're saying, I have no fear, there's no way. Yeah. Right? Or maybe they're just not that honest. Right. I am at the point in my life, I have fears, right? Mm-hmm. There are things that I don't spend too much time worrying about them, right? But how about I'm going to thank you, fear, for keeping me protected, but I'm going to give it an equal dose of enthusiasm mm-hmm. and being spirited mm-hmm. and being strategic. And as long as I'm able to kind of come up with a good game plan that is justified by data, analysis, mm-hmm. verification, accountability, moving forward, pivoting, acknowledge the fear, right? But please do not let it paralyze you. Yeah. And looking at the conversation around money and financials. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for many business owners, especially our clients that have gotten their businesses off the ground through their own personal pockets, it is terrifying what we're seeing with the pandemic, right? I've had a couple of businesses in the last couple of years in our client portfolio go under. Sure. The ones that have gone under have predominantly been storefronts, Mm, right? Yeah. Those that are heavily reliant on gig workers Because now, right, it's a wonderful gig economy. You no longer have, you know, Joe Schmo employee who is signing up his life to work for a company. The grass is always greener. So now we have to, and this is going to bring me to the next point, employees finding and retaining good talent. Yes. It is increasingly challenging, especially for our company, we're focused on professional services. There's a good focus on accounting where careers or young people going to colleges are starting to dwindle in the space of accounting. So for a lot of us, not only are we seeing attrition, the great resignation is awakening a lot of other people to motivate them to start up their own businesses So we have to be ever creative and diligent in attracting the right people. Yep, That's where that alignment of values and what you represent is super important so that you can pre-qualify people and you know it's smooth once you bring them in. And also with the employees, it's like, okay, once I have them, how do I retain them? We're now in a space where people no longer are looking at just dollars. Mm-hmm. As far as, you know, yeah. what's important with compensation. They need to feel like they fit with their team. They're being heard. There needs to be growth opportunities. Flexibility. Flexibility is yeah. important. And we're seeing this, you know, gig economy open up because people are finally realizing something that we weren't taught decades ago that mentality of joining a company and you're taking care of forever as long as you give them their life and all this. We as a people are happiest when we put our own lives first, Mm -hmm. right? Whether you're 
married with a family or not. Maybe right. you're an individual and I love my freedom and sure. I just want to travel and I want to have time in the end of the day to fill my cup. It's not a mentality anymore of living to living work. To it's work. not all about yeah. that, right? Work needs to be a supplement to maintain the lifestyle and those things that bring me joy. So that mindset shift that a lot of us are experiencing and waking up to poses a real problem for companies. And one of the things that I spend a lot of time coaching our clients are, well, how can I motivate people? Mm. And it comes down to, can you be a good leader, mm -hmm. right? And it's not just the basic stuff from my, don't micromanage your people right. to providing growth opportunities. It's gonna be these soft skills. Can you communicate well? Mm -hmm. Are you a real person mm -hmm. that your team respects and loves and truly enjoys spending time with? Because at the end of the day, depending on the nature of your work, there's gonna be grunt work. There's yeah. gonna be days where you just have to buckle up and like, it sucks, but you just gotta get it done. Right. If you're in an environment where you hate the people and you don't get along and no mm -hmm. one, you don't feel heard and you don't understand so-and-so and my gosh, you're gonna fall down in a heap at the end of the day in your bed, unhappy, right. unsatisfied. How long can we keep that up for? Yeah, exactly. It's not sustainable. Exactly. No, I think you're right. Yeah, transparency and relatability as a real person in leadership, I think, is huge right now. And people want people they can re relate to. And, you know, as as you said, real people. Well, you um, on your, I guess it was your maybe website or social media, probably on LinkedIn or somewhere, it talks about one of the things you mentioned being a subject matter expert in, in raising capital. We also talked about uh, your guru status at Hera um, Hub. But um, there were some other things that were interesting. Um, and I think they fit into your what you shared earlier about your giving back. And it was that you're the former president and VP of Elevate San Diego. Yes. I'd love for you to share about that yeah. a little bit. So I have very humble beginnings. I grew up in the Bronx, raised by my abuela. Uh, English is my second language. I've been fortunate in my life to see strong women and mm -hmm. how powerful and under-respected we are in this world. It's not just an American issue, right? So when I first moved to California in 2015, mm. coming from the East Coast, right, and being very different from your yeah. typical Californian, I found myself having to find community mm -hmm. and I got hooked up with Elevate Network, which is a global network whose mission is to eliminate the gender gap as mm. far as pay mm -hmm. and opportunity. Nice. Unfortunately, as a result of the pandemic, the gender gap is farther now for women than it was before the pandemic. Ugh. Many women have been forced to go back home to mm. take care of their kiddos, Yeah. right? So it's been a real setback. I got involved with Elevate because their mission really holds near and dear to my heart. Yeah. And the chapter wasn't even formed. I, you know, one thing fell into another, I think, because I have a big mouth and I'm not really shy. <laughs> the next thing you know, I was in the leadership team 
and I was one of uh, two co-presidents and then they put me up to president and I worked with them for about five years to help grow the chapter. Nice. So sometimes it's one of those things, be careful what meetings you miss because the next thing you know, you're (laughs) you're in charge of things if you miss the meeting. No, that's great though. That's wonderful. And, um, you know, we've been talking in a fun way, but also in a real way about your spirit and how lively you are. I was noticing that it seems to carry over to your personal life. looks like you love to travel. I don't know if that was rock or mountain climbing, but maybe both. Um, Yeah. So in my old age, I have gotten to be very adventurous um, (laughs) since I've moved to California. Uh, I didn't have the opportunity growing up in the Bronx. You know, I grew up in the hood. I've lived in apartment buildings my entire life, except Mm -hmm. now I finally live in a house. I didn't have a lot of opportunities to get exercise in. It wasn't Mm -hmm. really safe for me to go outside my apartment. Uh, And the fact that I have this business and the main reason I think a lot of entrepreneurs want to work for themselves is to build that freedom for themselves. Absolutely. And you couple that with technology. Mm-hmm. I can work from anywhere in the world. <laughs> That's awesome. You know, and it's a wonderful thing. I encourage my team to do the same. So if you work for a big picture and you're part of our team, I do not care where you are. Nice. You can work wherever you are. Again, Life comes first, happiness, our freedoms, the things that bring us joy. Because if you're happy in your life and fulfilled, you're going to be much more enjoyable to work with. You're going to be much more productive. For sure. And it's just an all-around win. Very cool. And it does look like you, I think you have a a cute little daughter, don't you? But I'm going to guess from what I saw, maybe 10, 11. So my daughter is going to turn nine next month. Um, If you think I'm spirited, (laughs) she is a firecracker of a young child. (laughs) I've made it a point since I was pregnant with her to speak Spanish to her. Mm, She's fluent. That's wonderful. I've made it a point to get out of my own way. And those things that I either was not comfortable in or scared of, such as swimming, mm. right? Getting mm. really like now sure. we rock climb. I she catches the best lizard catcher. And I remember the first <laughs> couple times she was going for it, I was like, all right, just like shut up. Don't make weird faces like you're afraid. Just like <laughs> smile. So I would just paste on this like smile of comfort so that I'm not holding and, her and, back, uh, yeah. right. That's my goal yeah. as a parent. She needs to be better and bigger than me. Yeah. So, so far, so good. Uh, <laughs> awesome. it, it's been a great growing experience as a parent. And I'm sure, right, that's a sentiment shared by parents everywhere. Oh, yes, absolutely. No, that's wonderful. And so if people want to get in touch with you and continue this conversation we're having, how can they do it? Yeah. So the best way to reach me is going to be either off our website. You can go to the contact page, enter your information and some details on how we can best support you. That's one way. And the other way, direct email, jessica at bigpickresults.com. Bigpickresults.com. Is that also the website, bigpickresults.com? Yes, sir. Okay, very cool. And I understand you might be launching a podcast fairly soon. Yes. So we are currently working on the Do You and the Rest Will Follow podcast. and. The theme is similar in nature 
to what we spoke about today. In order for you to be a successful CEO, business owner, leader of your family and community, you have to do you. Yes. Get out of your own way and build your best life. Love it. Well, thank you so much for taking the time to come down and share with us today. Thank you. It's been a pleasure. Indeed. Thanks for joining us on our Carlsbad People, Purpose, and Impact podcast today. If you enjoyed it, please hit the follow button on wherever you get your audio. And please tell a friend. We would love to hear your feedback, which you can share at carlsbadpodcast.com. You can leave us a review, ask a question, or leave an audio comment, which we can play on the show in the future. And that's all we have for today. Can't wait to see you next time on Carlsbad People, Purpose, and Impact. And remember, share some kindness today. It's free, creates goodwill, and makes you feel great.